Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hey, what's going on? It's Metal Shop, and we are talking right now with Mike uh, Weikert. Is it is it Weikert? Is that the last name? Weichert? That was pretty good for non-German, yeah. Okay, Weikert. Uh, he is a gu- guitarist for Heaven Shall Burn. He's in Germany right now. We're talking via Skype. Uh, first off, man, congratulations on the new album of Truth and Sacrifice. It's a double album, the longest Heaven Shall Burn record uh, you guys have ever done. Uh, hell of a time to drop an album, would you say? Uh, totally, absolutely. <laughs> and, um, if we if we knew about it, we would have uh, dropped it a bit earlier, of course, because all the stocks are closed now in Europe and. Uh, Record stores can't sell it, exactly. but it was enough to reach number one in Germany in the chart. So um, we're pretty happy about it, <laughs> dude. That's amazing. That's cool that like you guys and and, and it, it seems like more so in Europe that bands, uh, metal bands can can reach that height of of, of like you know like you'll see in. Uh, a Demi Borger hit like number one or like Heaven Shall Burn hit number one. It doesn't really happen too much over yeah. here, but you guys must have like a huge, huge um, support system over there in Germany. Oh, yeah, we do. And we don't have uh, bands like uh, Nickelback um, taking the number ones from the metal bands away. <laughs> so um, that's um, that's uh, pretty easy. Um, yeah, it's, um, you know, yeah, fans in Europe and especially in Germany are very true, you know, especially in the 90s when metal wasn't so big anymore. Many metal bands just survived playing in uh, South America and Europe. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's I mean, I, I've always wished I could go over to one of those big festivals like um, Hellfest or, or Vakken or something. That's that's been a dream of mine. So maybe one of these days I'll be able to see you guys on one of those shows. But um, oh, you totally you totally should. Like Hellfest is uh, is unbelievable. Like the whole landscape, whole festival scape is crazy. Like the whole festival looks like a like a bloody Rammstein page. Yeah. Uh, stage. Um, it's it's crazy, and also Wacken is um, unbelievable. They they even have a beer pipeline in, in Wacken. Did you hear about that? <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> What's up? Uh, yeah. what, so you've been to a lot of these festivals. You guys have played a lot of these festivals. These these huge open air summer festivals. What's been like a moment, like a memory of seeing a band that really like stands out to you of of, of one of these, like whether it be um, you know whichever of them. Um, that was the first and only time I saw uh, Dio, Ronnie James Dio on stage when they, um, played with Heaven and Hell Mm -hmm. and, uh, in Wacken. And and that, that was, was awesome. That was really, really touching. And we even got, um, 
awarded um, the, the German Medal Award. And um, um, I stood like, I don't know, um, just a few feet away from uh, Ronnie James Dio. And that, that was uh, that was a crazy feeling. Really remember that a lot. Yeah, that's amazing, dude. Uh, well, uh, before we go into things, I kind of want to check in with you and see, like, how are you doing, man? Are you guys um, doing like a stay at home order right now in Germany, uh, in your town? And 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 what's the status of things in Germany right now? Because here in Seattle, where I mean, this is kind of the epicenter of where things started uh, with COVID in in uh, the United States. So I, I think we're all oh, kind of trying to flatten the curve over here, and we're pr- doing a pretty good job. But how's how's things going over there? Um, yeah, I mean, Germany seemed to be prepared pretty, pretty well. So, so the situation here is not as bad as in, as in many countries in yeah. Europe or the rest of the world. And especially our situation, you know, we are living in a, I don't know, pretty much a hillbilly state. Okay. You know, there is yeah. actually just for, just forests, you know, um, that's Beautiful. why people do metal music here. It, it looks like Finland. Oh, wow. And, um, um, so, so there are not so many people, and of course, of course, not not so many uh, cases of uh, COVID. Good. And um, so, uh, things are going as slow as always. You know, yeah. And pace here was always slow, so there is not much of a of a retardation we we, we sense here. Of course, you know, you can't go out to your favorite restaurant or, or stuff like that. Um, but. but um, you know, Germans um, Germans are, are very uh, are very uh, how to say Germans usually they they follow orders. You know, and if the government say stay at home, they stay at home and don't ask questions. Good, that, yeah. You know, there is the saying that the German German Revolution took place in mu- in music because the weather was so bad, <laughs> and um, so. Uh, so if Germans get told what to do, they are happy and they do it. Yeah. So there is not not big tension here or something. Good. Good. Um, so <laughs> you guys, um, ha- did you guys have to postpone or cancel any tours? Like, how was this personally affected? Uh, Heaven shall burn. Oh yeah, of course. We you know we wanted to do a, like a release tour for mm-hmm, the record, mm-hmm. and we had to cancel uh, a festival in Mexico, for example. Yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're now actually we're we're going through some hard disks and some old recordings and stuff, you know, to see if see if there is some behind the scenes stuff cool. or some backstage stuff. And we we just cut a few videos for the fans and prepare some re-releases maybe and um, look at into some old recordings and nice. just um, give people some. Uh, yeah, some old news about Heaven Shall Burn, I would say. So they keep them entertained and us entertained. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun, you know, doing all that stuff you you don't don't you can't do if you're on tour, you know, or playing in a in a functional band. Yes. I mean, getting some quote unquote downtime, you're able to fill it with things that you know, like. You know, it's, I think necessity is breeding creativity with a lot of people, and uh, they're just trying to find ways to, to, you know, touch their fans or to just, you know, fill their own personal time so they can stay sane. Because I think that, like, making music is probably for you as much as it is for everyone else. Like, it's like your catharsis mm. at this point, huh? I totally, I totally believe that um, this will lead to some 
really cool and even better music, you know, because um, uh, I think it's it was necessary for for some bands to to go out of that circle, you know, of touring, releasing, uh, recording, touring, yep. releasing, recording, you know, and that that bands now can just focus on the music yep. and on the recordings, you yep. know, and that is what I really missed for some releases of my favorite bands in the past. The past, you could totally sense that they just did the record that they had something to go out on tour, you know. Um, that that happens a lot nowadays uh, with with a lot of music um, being released, and um, I totally think it's also a chance to raise the quality of of, of music, you know. And um, yeah, I'm I'm a fan to uh, to have to uh, to 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 see it more like a as a occasion or as a possibility to improve something yeah and not um to see the shutdown as a only negative thing you know that's good that's a good way to look at it man and and, and you're right it, it kind of does put a wrench in the quote-unquote album cycle for bands you know put an album out go tour you know it puts a wrench in that so yeah you know, makes people get outside yeah, yeah, their comfort yeah. zone exactly yeah i mean back back in the days you could totally sense that um that releasing a record was the the most important and the highest income for a band. You know, nowadays mm-hmm. it's playing live. You know, and you can see how much effort is uh, put into playing live and how much is effort into uh, how much effort is put into recording music. Yeah, with with some releases. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not generalizing, but you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely, man. And let, let's talk a little bit about it because, I mean, you, you guys just released Of Truth and Sacrifice on Century Media. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the album, man. So this is the longest album to date. Uh, 25 years, damn near 25 years into your career. Uh, where does this inspiration come to write so many badass riffs, man? Like, I mean, that's a lot of riffs. And, uh, you know, where does this inspiration come for you personally? Yeah, um, th- that was actually the situation. We just did the live break for two years to have um, just to focus on on the recordings. You know, we didn't want to have a deadline. We didn't want to have any dates to play. You know, I mean, I mean, if you have to tear down all your equipment in studio, go out and play a show, and then go back to studio, you never get into the same mood again. Yeah. You know, and. Um, if the record company is calling, yeah, when's the new record coming out? You know, the release date, the schedule, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. We just didn't want that. You know, we wanted to have no pressure. And we took off two, two years, no shows, no nothing, and just uh, recorded it, you know. And cool. uh, so it so it was some kind of a voluntary uh, voluntary life break. And now we have this mandatory life break just yeah. <laughs> after it, uh, which is a bit, uh, yeah, unfortunate. But... Um, yeah, it, um, that's where all that creativity came from, you know, and just entering the studio yeah. with that mindset, you know, that you don't have any deadlines, that there is no pressure at all. It doesn't matter if the drum recordings or the guitar recordings take one month or half a year or one week, you know, um, that releases a lot of creative energy and um, makes you develop a lot of visions for the record and everything, yeah. That's awesome, man, and it, it, it's got to be kind of cool to to be able to do that and and to have like a label that like understands and, and supports like underground independent like metal bands that, that that know you know they need that time and um that's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, great. That's a great situation. 
So, uh, Mike, uh, what? Uh, so, you know, you are one of the founding members of Heaven Shall Burn, and uh, what keeps you interested and motivated in like writing extreme metal after you know all these years? What keeps you interested in in the uh, underground metal scene? Um, I don't know. I tried a lot of different stuff. I mean, at home, I also play blues or jazzy riffs or rock riffs. Or- yeah or something like that but when i go out on stage only the the metal riff is real you know i i don't know how to describe it but um to be honest uh we recorded a lot of songs where where we thought oh wow this is not metal at all it sounds more like alternative or hardcore or uh, Mm -hmm. or rock stuff but once our singer singer is screaming over it uh it sounds like heaven shall burn metal you know hell yeah and so maybe so maybe you've listened to some heaven shall burn songs that are actually not metal <laughs> and you just didn't realize it you know that that would be my explanation <laughs> that's awesome dude um okay so let's go back a little bit and uh you know i don't want to take up too much of your time today i, I do know you are on a schedule but i wanted to ask you um yeah. just uh what is the first piece of music that you remember as a kid picking up for yourself like what's the first album you ever purchased with your own money um, with my own money, I think it was a Scorpions nice. um, album. Yeah. You say nice. Uh, I wanted to buy the Crazy World record. Okay. And my cousin and my cousin was with me and he said like, no, leave, leave that filth in the store. I give you some really cool Scorpion stuff. And then he gave me some old classic Scorpion stuff, stuff. Uh, in the same record store, and I bought, um, I think, Animal Magnetism or oh, cool. something like that. I like like one of the old Scorpions classic. Yeah. And, yeah, actually, that that was my, my very first one, yeah. Right on, man. So that's that's a good way to start. <laughs> and um, if you could, uh, Mike, uh, just real quick, what are four, um, four albums that have made a huge impact on you? Um. Destroy the Machines, Earth Crisis. Yeah. Um, for Victory, Ball Thrower. Yes. Uh, like an ever-flowing stream, Dismember. Hell yeah. And um, Clayman in Flames. Oh, the man. If you put all those together, I think you get Heaven Shall Burn. Yeah, pretty much a little <laughs> bit um, Iron Maiden into it as well. That's and, a good point. That's a good uh, point. Some of the... Of the early, really cool, cool American metalcore stuff like um, Aftershock Kills, which engage, Shadows Fall. Yeah. Then you have Heaven Shall Burn, yeah. Okay, Mike, here's a weird one. I'm going to throw it in there for you. If you were transported into MMA or WWE wrestling and you had to pick a theme song to come out to the ring, what would be your theme song? Uh, um... I think I would wrestle Big Boss Man and have Cop Killer. Oh my God! As a walk-in song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. That's amazing. That's the best and answer. That would be my choice. That yeah. is that is damn near the best. Oh my God! That is amazing. Wow! That 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 came really easy to you too. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan. Like yeah, me too. The WWF um, stuff. Yeah. Who was your favorite wrestler of all time? 
My favorite wrestler of all time, I think... Oh, that's a tricky one. I really like Yokozuna, but I guess I go for the Bushwhackers. Oh, my God. Hongi. Okay. Bushwhackers. Hell yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So last question here for you, Mike, uh, from Heaven Shall Burn. Uh, If you could pick a scar on your body and tell us a story of how you got it. Um, I have a scar uh, right under my chin. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that is from from snowboarding because that was like a, a jump nobody dared to do, you know. And I just went down the hill, did it, and stood it perfectly, and I was just the hero of the day. That's awesome. But that wasn't enough, Uh-oh. and I got up and tried it again. <laughs> it couldn't. Be and just from once. that, I learned just accept be the hero of the day. That's enough. Yeah. You you wanted too much ice cream at that point. You wanted double stuff. I wanted too much. Yeah, I wanted too much. I couldn't <laughs> couldn't just take the fame I got. Yeah, and I really learned from that lesson. Yeah. Fair enough, man. All right. Well, the new Heaven Shall Burn record is called Of Truth and Sacrifice. You can stream it. You can purchase it. It's available on Century Media Records. Um, we're looking forward to, you know, when all this stuff ends, hopefully see you guys sometime in, in the near future. Who knows? Um, there's really no. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> really no time frame on this thing, but we'll just hope for the best. Um, do you have any words for anyone that's, you know, kind of going through it right now in isolation? Any final words from you, man? Yeah, learn to be happy alone and then you'll be happy in the world as well that's the right it's the right time to do that awesome thank you so much man i really appreciate it all right thank you very much it was a very nice chat bye 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 this has been metal shops backstage pass this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.